Episode 24 of Playing It Wrong, the podcast where some old grognar talks about RPGs and stuff. Oh, first up, let's uh, do the boring stuff. Hey, go to Facebook. Find us at They Might Be Gazebos. That's the Facebook page for the blog and the podcast. Give us a like, follow us, and if you're listening on iTunes, give us a review, give us some stars, and apparently that helps you get people to actually listen to you. But So I just want to feel like I'm just like doing this to hear myself think, but... Sometimes I do. So, hope you all had a really good Labor Day weekend, and let's get on with stuff for the show. And it's going to be a crazy week because, you know, you get one day off and then you spend the rest of the week catching up. Well, I'm working on Labor Days, so so much for a short week, which is going to probably feel longer because there's going to be extra work involved anyway. But enough about my boring life. Uh, what's up on other AnchorCast? And I want to bring this up because there's a really cool episode that Tim Shorts over at Gothridge Manor just did on pay what you want for products for one bookshelf slash RPG now slash drive through RPG, whatever you want to call it. But go ahead, uh, hunt him down, Gothridge Manor, and listen to the episode. Listen to more. He's got some great stuff to say. And with that, I'm going to segue into a little bit of shameless self-promotion. So, uh... I am busy working on some white box stuff. I'm working on a setting for sharp swords and sinister spells and a couple other little secret projects which are still in the kind of notes phase that I really have to get up on uh, RPG now because it's been a couple years since I posted anything there for anybody. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a heck of a couple years. <laughs> but you can find us there under uh, Magic Pig Media. Yep, that's me. I did that crazy stuff up there. Now, on to the meat of the episode. And as I said in the title, three of the stupidest things players have ever said in any of my game. Because, man, players will say some crazy stuff when they're not listening or, you know, whatever. But anyway, here we go. The three dumbest things players have ever said in my game. And just like a show, I'm going to start off with number three. Okay, so this was way back when... And we were playing Danger International, which is the child of espionage for the hero system, which is modern day spies and stuff. No magic, no super high tech. It's, you know, James Bondy type stuff, man from uncle. And anyway, there was a renegade uh, East German agent. Yes, the Cold War was still on. And he had joined up with some other organization. And the players were out after to find this guy and find out more about the organization that he started working for. So they were hunting him down. The problem is he was a very good agent and they didn't have any pictures of him. And one of the players looked at me deadpan and said, well, we don't have any pictures, but do we have the East German agent's dental record? Uh, no, we don't. We handed you the file with all the information on it. And as the DM speaking, with all the clues you're going to need to hunt this guy down, no, we do not have the East German agent's dental records. Just look at the clues. Look at the handy props that I took the time to make for you. And don't ask that. Really? So that was number three. Now on to number two. I don't know. I think I'm doing too much uh, reverb there just for because I can with nifty little sound effects. Anyway, number two. 
that rolls around to Call of Cthulhu. Yes, a Call of Cthulhu game where someone actually said something really, really stupid. Oh, wait. What's really unique is the player who holds the uh, record for being having number three dumbest thing said also holds number two. Yeah, I was running the game. An evil cult is going to summon an, a crazy elder god. You know, pretty much a usual Call of Cthulhu scenario. And I don't even remember which one of the elder gods it was, because it really wasn't that important to the story. Anyway, they, they, they do investigation. They track down the cult. They track down cultists. They finally capture one. They know that the cult will be doing an evil ritual at midnight. It's about 7.30, 8 o'clock. And they've got to find out where this ritual is taking place. So the player says, I have an idea. Let's get him addicted to opium, and then when he goes through withdrawal, he'll tell us where the ritual is going to take place. All of the players looked at him and was like, dude, this is like in four hours. We do not have time to get this guy addicted to opium and then let him go through withdrawal in four hours. Well, it's just an idea. But then at least he had an idea that it involved torturing the crap out of the cultist. You know, I really don't remember how they finally got the information out of him. I think it was a combination of deception, guile, threats, okay, and a little bit of torture. <laughs> now, I admit, in Call of Cthulhu, sometimes you get really desperate for ideas, but sometimes you really have to think them through because the game's dangerous enough. All right, that's number two and number three. All right, I'll make this admit, admission on, on number one. It is not the same player, okay? As a matter of fact, it's for D&D. And now... The number one dumb thing a player's ever said at my game table right after I mess with this Collins. Yes, I'm doing that evil editing trick to make you listen until we get to the good stuff. Haha, <laughs> I'm mean, aren't I? Hi Chuck, Colin Spike Pit here. Regarding GM Tools, mate, I don't know if you're aware of a app. It's an Android app that I've got. I don't know if it's available on other platforms. Um because I haven't done my research properly. But AdventureSmith, it's a really good app. It's a collection of random tables, not in table form, but tables from quite a number of different RPG products. And it's been compiled with the creator's permission and put into an app. So you basically, you could put it... Put it on your phone and have a massive number of random tables um, at your fingertips. So at the press of a button, it generates various results. Uh, it's all manner of stuff. Anyway, Adventure Smith. Catch you later. Thank you for that call in, Colin. I love saying that, Colin, Colin. I am downloading Adventure Smith onto my Android phone as we speak. So that will be something nice and handy to play with. And since airing, the, or I guess you'd say airing or releasing it out to the etherwebs, internet, internets, interwebs, whatever you want to call it, um, I did grab up another handy little tool, or actually several tools, from uh, Frog God Games. Um, Glenn Halstrom talked about the Tome of Adventure design, which is, I have the PDF of that monster on my uh, hard drive, but this time something hard copy. I picked up four of their uh, decks for Swords and Wizardry. I picked up the Hireling deck, the Treasure deck, and Encounter decks 1 and 2. Um, hirelings and Treasure are pretty self-explanatory. And the Encounters are pre-set-up Encounters that, well, most of them are just more than a regular, okay, four orcs. They're slightly interesting. 
So um, those are going to be handy in my DM toolbox when I get going on uh, the white box campaign, which I am so looking forward to. Even though there's a little debate in my head about whether I'm going to go white box or maybe complete, but my my soul is still leaning towards white box for the sheer simplicity, even though I'm being stupid and writing all sorts of extra stuff for it. But then again, I like writing that extra stuff. So yeah, well, stay tuned for the extra stuff. It's going to be interesting, hopefully. Now, where was I after that call? Oh, yes. The number one stupid thing a player has ever said in one of my games. Really, that really deserved the reverb. The game we were playing was Advanced Dungeons & Dragons when it was the current edition. And what do you think the worst possible place for a player to say something stupid would be? That is correct. It was while I was running Tomb of Horrors. Now, even though this thing is decades old, there's still some people who haven't played it yet who might play it in the future. So I can pretty much do this spoiler-free, even though I feel kind of silly doing kind of a spoiler warning for something that's older than some of the players. But to set this up, there is a trap. Okay, there are lots and lots of traps in Tomb of Horrors. That's a spoiler, by the way. It's, it's very dangerous. Uh, but there is one specific trap in there that the player stumbled upon and they triggered. It was pretty simple. It just teleports them back to the entrance of the dungeon without any of their gear, clothes, or anything else. Okay, I don't remember if I said clothes, but I did that anyway. I took everything with them. So they're standing buck naked at the entrance to the dungeon. And they're pretty much in panic mode since you know, high-level characters have lots and lots of magical swag that they've either taken from monsters or shelled out lots and lots of gold for. And they're pretty sure that they cannot handle going back into this dungeon without their gear. Now, I don't consider myself one of those evil DMs. But I did look to the paladin and say, well, don't you have a wish left? With little eyes, I said, that's right. And the party's going, yeah, he's got a wish left. We can get our stuff back. Yeah, I mean, I just looked at him and said, yeah, sure. You could just wish for all your shit back. And he goes, that's a great idea. I wish we had all our shit back. Oh, yes, he did. He actually uttered the words with a wish spell, I wish we had all of our shit back. And since this is AD&D, they got all of their shit back. The look of abject terror on the faces of the other players was priceless. They knew exactly what was coming next. They were like two elves and a dwarf in a party. That's a lot of crap. I was laughing too hard to just kill them outright and have them like drown under tons of their own feces. So we had some saves versus disease and a couple cases of cholera and dysentery and other things as they swam and dug their way out of their own filth. But the pain continued, slightly self-inflicted by the players themselves. They decided that the next best thing to do would be to take a couple days walk back to town, which they did. Um, I don't think I threw any wandering monsters at them. I think I threw some orcs at them, which they kind of had to, well, handle without any equipment other than sticks. But they eventually got back to town. And, well, it's a bit embarrassing when you come back to town and... For a while you were the heroes of the town. I mean, 
they remember the player characters when they were first level and they saved the town from orcs and goblins and now they're going off into tomb of horrors and they come back naked and covered in crap because during that two-day trip they did not pause once in a stream mud puddle or anything to wash off so they showed up at the city gates naked covered in poop which made it kind of difficult for them to get social action going until they finally cleaned themselves up a bit um, the thief stole some clothes and they finally ended up taking a loan from a loan shark in order to get some basic adventuring gear <coughs> a wagon some donkeys lots of shovels and hire a bunch of peasants to dig out the entrance to the dungeon so that is it that is the dumbest thing any player has ever said in my game in the fallout and like i said earlier on the bright side it wasn't the same player as number two and three it was a totally different player uh, so with that, I am going to wrap up this episode. So remember, folks, be careful what you say, especially when it involves wish spells. Um, as Matt Finch says, no matter what kind of D&D you play, imagine the hell out of it. Uh, the only way you're playing it wrong is if you're not having fun. Roll dice, kill monsters, take their stuff, and, well, like I said, have fun. And here comes the end credits with all the stuff. You know what it is by now. Thanks for listening. And thanks for listening. Please visit the blog at theymightbegazebos.blog. That's theymightbegazebos.blog. And the letter B, not B, spelled out. Or visit us on Facebook and just search for They Might Be Gazebos. Ask us questions and you might get an answer. If not, we'll just make up the questions and the answers. Remember, roll dice, kill monsters, take their stuff, and have fun. Intro music is Metal Mania by Kevin McLeod, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution license. Please visit his website at incompetech.com. That's incompetech.com. Really, visit it. There's also downloadable graph paper and hex paper. Additional sound effects from freesound.org, used under a Creative Commons 0.1.0 universal license.